This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchem Abam, welcome everyone. We're Bruchem uh, to the Kolel Agra de Perka of uh, Queens, New York. We have a very special topic today, Parshas Re'eh. Before we begin, if I could just um, make a few important announcements. Firstly, I invite everyone to check out our new website. A good friend of mine designed really a beautiful uh, venue where all the shirim, all the line, all the online shirim are gathered in one place. There's actually a, a very convenient way to search all the shirim on, it's called rabbidg.com. It would have been Rabbi Daniel Gladstein, but Daniel, you know, some people they spell it with D-O, D-A, and, and uh, they never find that. And then Gladstein, forget about it. Um, so we kept it simple, rabbidg.com. All the shurim are there. It's, uh, there's a search engine. It's arranged by subject, so you could search all the shurim on a particular parsha or masechta, um, which is also available on Torah anytime, but here you could search the shiurim based on length. Let's say you want a 10-minute shiur, you want a 50-minute shiur, you want a 2-minute shiur. You could search, you want shiurim on Kibre Tzadikim, you want shiurim from the Chida, you want shiurim from the Chsam Soifer. So there's a, an amazing uh, search availability that uh, somebody built, and uh, that's also available. Likewise, there are a number of shiurim now that are exclusive uh, to the OU, All Parsha site. So those shurim are indicated as well. All the shurim could be accessed. If you want to access any of the written material, uh, the, the weekly parsha sheets in Lashon Kodesh or in English, it's available on the website as well. But every week for the OU, there's a special share on the parsha, the Ramban on the parsha, the Balaturim on the parsha, and the Ben Ashri on the parsha. Those shurim are available on uh, our site. If anybody wants to order the Sefer in English on Elul and the Yom Naram, the Mystery and the Majesty, you could go to the site and you could order it uh, there as well. Bezos Hashem, the inaugural edition of the Lashna Kodesh Sefer on Chumash, is being prepared for publication. And Besiata Deshmaya, we hope it will be available for this coming Bereshis. If anybody would like to participate in uh, the publication, please contact us. Um, we're going to print Be'ezus Hashem pretty soon. Okay, so let us begin. Parshas Re'e. And let's begin with the story in the Gemara of Baba Basra. I'm sorry, before you start, again, what's the name of the, for the, the website? website? RabbiDG.com. Thank you. R-A-B-B-I-D-G.com. Thank you. Sure. Okay, so the Gemara of Baba Basra says like this. Rav Papa have a salak bedarga. By the way, um, if you want to, let's say, join us for any of the shiurim, there are a lot of Zoom shiurim. We give Monday and Tuesday night, there's a Gemara shiur in Dafa Shavua. Sunday morning, there's an Ian shiur. If you ever want to jump on the Zoom, you could just go to that site, rabbidg.com. You click, and you're right on. So you don't have to remember any codes. You don't have to remember any information. You just press the button, learn now, and you're on. Okay. So Gemara says like this, Rav Papa Vesolek Bedarga. Rav Papa was going up a ladder. We should all go up ladders. 
That's life. Life, you're climbing a ladder. But Rapapa was literally going up a ladder. Ishtamid kare. The leg gave way. It slipped. Ishtamid kare. His leg slipped. His foot slipped. Boilamefal. He was primed to fall. He was about to fall off a ladder. Now, if Rapapa falls off a ladder, it's probably a little bit more dangerous than if a regular person fell off a ladder. Rapapa, we find in many places in Shas, was a Baal Basar. He was a heavy individual. Omar, he said, as he's sort of slipping, Hashta Kane, a Chayiv Man de Sonilan. Now that this has happened, then the one that hates us is Chayiv, it's a euphemism for himself. Like a Sabbath desecrator and like an idolater. idolater. In other words, Rapapa is saying, basically, it looks like he's suffering the fate of a chi of skila. He's falling off a ladder. We know part of skila is they would throw someone off a building. Amar lei chia barav midifti l'Rapapa. Chia barav midifti, said to Rapapa, no, you're not suffering the fate necessarily of a mechal of Shabbos, and you may not be suffering the fate of an oivet avadazara, Maybe an Oni came to, to you and you didn't support him. Maybe the reason why you're falling off a ladder and your foot is giving way and the ladder is breaking, maybe the reason why the ladder is breaking is because you did not support an Oni. Now, where in the world do Midifti dream up that if somebody doesn't support an Oni, a ladder gives way and the foot slips? Where, where does this come from? You know, you can't just uh, tell somebody who's suffering, well, uh, maybe it's because this, maybe it's because that. I mean, it seems a little far-fetched. Of all the mitzvahs in the Torah, of all the halachas in Shulchan Aruch, where did he get that maybe you had the opportunity to support an ani and you didn't? So there's a famous gra, one of my favorites. There's a pasuk in Parshas Re'eh. Ki fasa yachtif ta'ach so I got an email, somebody said, you know, Rabbi, when you lean, it's very distracting. Why are you leaning in the middle of the shir? So, first of all, what do you mean? I can't have a good time also? I'm not allowed to have a good time? What's, you know? It's great, it's great. Okay, so there, so again, I don't know what people think. Tzvi thinks it's good. The other guy doesn't think it's good. You know, so it's fifty against it. But anyway, the the trap is very important sometimes. And here is the key. What? It's more than fifty percent. More than okay. Yaakov also goes for it. Fine. Okay. You know the Gemara Megillah says that Kol Hashoyne Beloy Zimra Alav Akasav Oimer. You have to learn with a nigan. In fact, not only does Chumash have a nigan, but Mishnayis also has a nigan. They say that Rebbe Yashiv used to learn Mishnah according to the ancient Mishnah. In fact, there's a Tferes Yisrael, a Masech De'erechin, who, who says that when the Gemara says, Chesurei Mechzara V'hachi Katani, that when the, when the Gemara says it's missing words, and this is what it means to say, what do you mean it's missing words? That the Mishnahis had to fit like a trup, a certain tune. And sometimes, you know, to fit the tune, they would have to word it a certain way. Anyway, so on these words, kifasayach tiftach, the trap is kifasayach tiftach, darga severe, says the goin. 
We're going once to know where Rabbi Midifti come off telling Rabbi Papa maybe an Ani came to him and he didn't support him. So it says the Gra, it's brought in the Sepanim Mishulchan Agra, that the trap on Pasayach Tiftach is Darga severe to be Meramez, that anyone who hides their eye from Tzedakah, the stairs break under them. Darga, the step, severe breaks. Wow. Darga, severe. The steer breaks. By the way, I'm going to add something to this because there's another instance. There are many instances of Darga, severe, but we have a, a, an amazing Chiddush that was discovered. Okay? By the way, in the Oyal Yaakov of the Dubna Magid, a student of the Gra, of course, the... Um, The Dubna Magid quotes his Rabbi, the Gra. He says, From the Goin, on the Pasuk, that where did he get that because of a failure to give Tzedakah, the stairway breaks in, and uh, it comes from the trap of Kifasa Yachtiftach. Fine. So what's amazing is that Rapapa was not the only person who encountered such a situation where the stair fell in, where the ladder broke. But we, ha- we find something similar by one of the greatest uh, individuals who ever lived, by none other than Dovna Melech. The Gemara tells us in Masech the Shabbos, the Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav, David HaMelech says to the Yivan Shalom, Hashem Kitsi, God, teach me my end. Umidas Yomai Mahi, tell me how many days I have. Eida'a Machadal Ani, teach me my mortality. Meaning David HaMelech wanted to know, when is he going to die? Amar David Lefnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, King David said before God, Rebanish Aloylam, Hoidiyeni Hashem Kitsi, God, tell me my end. God says, you know, that's against protocol. We don't give out that information. That's, uh, you know, exclusive info. So, Amar Loi, B'Shabbos, Thomas? So, David says, Let me know at least what day Amar Lai B'Shabbos, Thomas. You're going to die on Shabbos. B'Echad B'Shabbos. He said, I'm going to die Sunday. Amar Lai, no. You can't die on uh, Sunday because it's already time for Solomon to take over. So he said, I'm going to die Shabbos. I'll die Friday. Amar Lai, Ki toiv yoim b'chatzeirecha me'olav. David wanted to die on Friday. God said, no. One day of your service in your Torah is more valuable than all the thousands of karbanas that Shalmelech will bring. So you got to die Shabbos. Can't do it on Sunday. It's ready time for Shalmelech. Friday, I don't want to lose out a day of your Avodah. So what happened? Every Shabbos, he sat and he learned the whole day. He did not read the Mishpacha. He did not read Ami. He did not read 
and we don't have to go through all the papers that we usually go through, didn't read any of them. He learned the whole day on Shabbos. Now, Hahu and if the person's learning, the Malcham of us can't get them. Hahu on the day he was supposed to die, come Malcham of us kame. Malcham of us tried to get him, Vla he couldn't get him. They'll have a Pasuk Pumim Igirsi, he didn't stop learning. Amar Mai Yavidle, Malcham of us said, What should I do? Havale Bustana, there was an orchard, Achari based behind this house. Asa Malcham of us, Salik Ubachish Bi'ilani. He went, he started rattling the trees. Nafak lemechsi. Tarmach went out to see Vasketan. Have a bedarga. He went up a ladder. Ifchis darga. The step gave way. Mituse from underneath him. And David fell. And David passed away. Now, I once saw in the Sefer of Rav Pinchas Friedman, the Shilai Pinchas, what is the significance that the Malachamavas went rattling in the trees? The idea is like this. That why does man have to die? Because of the sin of Adam Arishain. David HaMelech, of course, was the Gilgal of Adam Arishain. Adam, that Rizal stands for Adam, David, and Mashiach. So why did David die? Because of the tree, Rachish Bi'ilane. He was rustling in the tree. In other words, he was drumming up the sin of the Eitz Hadas. But what do we find over here? We see that David HaMelech died. Why? Ifchis Darga. Ifchis Darga. The step gave way. It caved in. Ifchis Darga. The step caved in. Now that's not a common way to go. And therefore, it would seem that we're entitled to question and ask, what is the significance of the fact that David HaMelech passed away similar to what the fate of Rapapa was going to be, if Chizdarga. Now, here's an important rule. We are not allowed and entitled to attribute any deficiencies to our Avais HaKadoshim. We are not a, uh, entitled to attribute any deficiencies to Nevi'im. We cannot criticize Amoraim. We cannot criticize Tanoim. We cannot criticize Rishonim. Not only that, we cannot criticize any of the Chachmei Yisrael. There's a tshuva from the Ben Eshchai. On the Pasuk, Al-Tigu al Do not touch my anointed ones. Where somebody asked the Ben Eshchai about some of the personal habits of the Rashash. And the Ben Eshchai writes, We don't even discuss G'dayla Yisrael as if they were regular people. We don't discuss their behaviors. They're not a topic of... The way they conduct themselves in their personal life is not a topic of conversation. We don't discuss them. Certainly not attribute any fault to them. So to say that David HaMelech passed away because of a failure to, do tzedakah, to give tzedakah, we would not be entitled to do that. But I once heard a shear from a great Rav, Rabbi Isaac Bernstein of England, originally from Ireland. Um... And he sort of uh, drew the audience's attention to this Gemara and Shabbos in light of the Grah. In light of the Grah, who says that Rapapa was suffering uh, uh, the fate of the Darga severe because he failed to fulfill And here the Gemara is saying that that's what happened to David HaMelech. So even though we're not entitled to attribute a lack of 
giving tzedakah to David, but if we were to find somewhere in Chazal, where Chazal have already revealed to us this type of uh, lacking, David, then it would be most illuminating that which the Gemara says, Ivchis dargamitusei. So that is exactly what Rabbi Bernstein did. And maybe at the end we'll add one or two small points. We know we're all familiar that David Melch was not allowed to build the base of Mikdash. Why not? He wasn't allowed to build the base of Mikdash because uh, the, the Pasuk says in Divrei Hayomim, You spilled a lot of blood, you waged a lot of wars, you spilled a lot of blood. So we sort of understand that intuitively to mean the Beis Hamikdash is a place that makes peace in the world, it brings peace between God and the Jewish people, and David Amach waged war, and he can't build the temple. His hands are full of blood. But upon further analysis, this is quite troubling. I mean, could a Moyel not build the base Hamikdash because his hands are full of blood? I mean, it's Dam of a Mitzvah. You say, okay, but a Moyel is not killing people. You know, who, who is David killing already? He was killing Amalekim. He was killing people who occupied Israel. It's Mochemes Mitzvah. You know, there's an amazing Shaila in Halacha. Can a Israeli soldier who killed the enemy in battle and let's say an Arab, can they duchen? We know that a roitzeach is not allowed to duchen because domim yadehem domim maleu. Can an Israeli soldier who killed the enemy who's a koyen duchen? And Rav Soloveitchik, Paskin, no. Rav Herschel Shechter brings in one of his farim, either in the Nefesh Arav or Pnine Arav, that uh, Rav Soloveitchik Paskin not. His hands... Based on uh, the idea that a roitzeach cannot duchen. However, Maran Rabavadi Yosef has a tshuva, absolutely he could duchen. His hands are not soiled in blood of, of ritzicha. His hands are sanctified with a dam mitzvah. It's mochemes mitzvah. And uh, that's the psak of Rabavadi Yosef. And in that, in, in, in that vein, can we say that David Amel couldn't build the base of things because his hands are full of blood? I mean, he killed the enemy. That's a Kiddush Hashem. It's a Mechemes Mitzvah. Let's say somebody kills Amalek. They can't, they can't build the base on Mikdash. I mean, the, the Rambam says, three mitzvahs were chayiv upon entry into Israel. Kill Amalek, build the base on Mikdash, and gather and build the Sanhedrin. So someone who kills Amalek, he can't build the base on Mikdash? So we have to investigate this a little bit further. In Divrei Hayomim, the Pasuk says, And I in my poverty, I prepared for the house of God. This is David talking. Gold, Kikar, uh, talents, a hundred thousand of silver, Elef, Alofim kikarim, a thousand, thousand talents. How much is a thousand, a thousand? A million, no? 
Thousands and thousands, a million talents of silver. The copper and the iron, forget about it. It's was too much. And the wood and the stone I prepared and added. So David HaMelech said, I in my poverty, I prepared all the resources for the Beis HaMikdash. Says the Yalkut Shemayni. I don't understand. That's what basically David HaMelech says, and I in my poverty prepared billions and trillions of dollars for the Beis HaMikdash. Wow. You know, Halavai, everyone should be so poor as David HaMelech. He, how does it make sense that he in his poverty, he prepared for the Beis HaMikdash? So the Gemara, uh, the Medrash says, Can an Ani sanctify all these talents? On the day David killed Goliath, The Jewish girls threw to David all the silver and the gold, And then there was famine three years. The Jewish people wanted to, David to give, give them his money because David had tremendous storehouses from defeating Goliath. And when there was a famine, the Jewish people asked David, no, give us your money. David says, I don't want to give anything I dedicated to the base of Mikdash. You didn't want to accept upon yourself to revive all these souls. Chayecha she'ein hamaktish hamikdash nevna al yadcha. I swear, the base of mikdash will not be built through you. Eladei shlem erduchsev vahi devar Hashem al nas al neimar leich ve'amarta asher yitzem mimeyacha who yivna abayas l'shmi. So the Yalkut Shemoni is saying, David Amalech struck it big when he defeated Goliath. And then later on there was a famine and the Jewish people said, no, give, give us some money. And David said, no. No, I'm not, uh, I don't give out welfare. Go, go make a living. So here already Chazal finds fault with David for not adequately giving tzedakah v'chesed. But we have to ask, why didn't David HaMelech want to give the money? The answer is, the matter says, Hikdish HaMikdash. He didn't want to give the money because he already sanctified it for the Beis HaMikdash. He couldn't give the money. He sanctified it. So David HaMelech sanctified all the money that he got for beating Goliath, for beating Goliath uh, to the Beis HaMikdash and he couldn't give the tzedakah. Okay. But that had, now we have a contradiction. Because the Medrash says he couldn't build the Beis HaMikdash because he didn't give tzedakah. And yet, the Pasuk in Divrei Ayamim says he couldn't build a base and make this because he had blood on his hands. So make up your mind. Is it like the Medrash says that he didn't give enough tzedakah? He didn't give away the money that he was makdish to the base of Mikdash? Or is it like the Pasuk says that he had blood on his hands? So to answer the contradiction between the Medrash and the Psukim, we have to see Gemara and Brachas and Av Gimel. The Gemara and Brachas and Av Gimel on the base says, Amar Rav Acha Barbizna, Amar Rav Shimon Chasida. Kinar Hayataloi Lamala Mimitase Shal David. There was a harp suspended above the bed of David. Vikivan Shihigia Chatsois Laila. And when Chatsois came, Baruach Tsefainis, 
the north wind came, and blew, and the harp played on its own. He stood up, and he involved himself in learning. Learned the whole night. When the morning came, the wise men of Israel came to David. They said, The Jewish people need livelihood. You have a lot of money. So David said, Okay. I don't know, open up a dry cleaning business. Sell used cars, sell life insurance. What do you want from my life? Get a job. Yeah, the Jews need parnasa. Okay, what else is new? So let them work. Basically they said, there's not enough parnasa to keep it in-house. There are not enough dirty shirts from Yom Tif to support the dry cleaning business and not enough Jews who need used cars to support the used car business. And uh, life insurance... It's not going to cut it. So David said, I don't know. Amar lahem, lechu pashtu yideichem begdud. So go ahead and wage a war. You know, war always boosts the economy. How did the United States of America get out of the Great Depression? World War II. That's it. So go wage a war and you'll boost the economy. Ooh, says Rabbi Yonison Ibishitz, look at this Gemara. The Chachomim came to David and they said, David, support, give tzedakah. And David said, no, let them support themselves. They said there are not enough jobs to go around. So David said, go fight a war. So why was David not zoicha to build the base of Megdash? Is it because he didn't give tzedakah? Or is it because her ha- his hands were sullied in blood? The answer is because he didn't give tzedakah, he encouraged the Jewish people to wage a war which was not a melchemes mitzvah. And that war which was not a melchemes mitzvah was on the, uh, that was innocent blood, so to speak, that was on David's hands, that because of that, Hashem said, your hands are full of blood, you cannot build the temple. That's what it means. You spilled a lot of blood. It's not talking about when David beat Amalek, or when he conquered Israel, or waged Melchemes Mitzvah. It's talking about when he didn't want to give the money that he put away for the base of Mikdash, and instead he told the Jewish people to wage war. Says of Yonasin Ibishitz in the Yaros Devash, Jerush Bez, Ki Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu LeDavid. Damim Har Beishafachta, you spilled a lot of blood. Atalo Yisivna Ba'is Hazev, Yeshel Haven Ma'in Zel Ben Yamikdash. So what? He had blood on his hands. What's that got to do with the temple? But, says of Yonasin, he quoting the Gemara and Brachos on Gimel Amid Bez, on Sanhedrin, when the Amr HaShacha rose, the Chachme Yisrael entered. Why did David say, I'm not going to support the, the Kla Yisrael? And what did the Chachme Yisrael mean? Kla Yisrael needs Parnasa. So what do they want from David? David's a headhunter? David's going to find everyone a job? What do they want from him? But the answer is, David put away a lot of money to the Beis HaMikdash. And he said, I in my poverty, I prepared a lot of Beis HaMikdash, uh, money for the Beis HaMikdash. And the Midrash asks, David HaMelech apparently was not poor if he uh, saved all that money. But when he killed Goliath, the Jewish women threw him all the money. 
and he separated from the Beis HaMikdash, and there was a famine, he didn't want to support them. Says Rabbi Yonasan, Venira, Ki Chachme Yisrael Heim Shabikshu Sheyitin La'ani Yemei Yekazav Zavahu. The Jewish, the Jewish sages requested that he give to the Aniyim from the money in his treasury. And that's why they said, Amcha Yisrael Tzrichim Parnasa. Otherwise, says Rabbi Yonasan what were the sages saying? Hey David, the Jewish people need Parnasa. Okay, very nice. What do they want from him? The answer is they wanted him to open up the treasuries. The Humiyein Lasseis. He refused. And what did he tell them? But Siva Lachim Tom, go to war. That's what God meant. You wage many discretionary wars because of the Parnasalaniyim. David could have avoided it by supporting the Jewish people. This is what it means. You waged discretionary wars. You didn't need it. You should have supported them from the treasuries and you were stingy. And the, the Aniyim were swooning in hunger until the war was over. And in the interim they suffered. And therefore you will not build the base of Mikdash. Therefore, says I say in somewhat of a humorous vein. This is what it means. When you will eat bread in satiety, I will place peace in the land. Because when Kalisol doesn't have Parnasa, then they go out and they wage wars. Ah, oh, but when you have food, then there's peace in the world. You ever notice that? When people are successful, there's peace. When they don't have food, they go out to war. By the way, how do you say bread in Hebrew? Lechem, fighting. How do you say, or matzah, striving. Because it's all about, if you don't have food, you, go, you have to boost the economy and go out to war. But Klai Yisrael didn't have parnasas. So David said, Pashtu Yidem, Bigdud. This is what it means. Vachaltem lachem If you're not missing anything, you don't need to go to war. But better to give tzedakah than build the Beis HaMikdash. Tzedakah is greater than the Beis HaMikdash. But, especially tzedakah to Tamil Chachamim, to uphold Torah, is even greater than building the Beis HaMikdash. Now, whatever happened with that money? Interesting thing, a little, little known fact. So David HaMach had a big storehouse and he put away the money for the Beis HaMikdash. Was that money ultimately used for the Beis HaMikdash? No, it wasn't. The Pasuk says in Malachim Aleph, V'atishlam kol Asher Hashem. So they finished the job. So Shlomo took the money and he put it in the storehouse. Says Radak, this is what Shlomo said. There was famine in the days of my father for three years. And he should have given the money to the Aniyim. And therefore, Shlomo said, 
We're going to keep that money in the storehouse the next time somebody needs money. We're not using it to build a temple. We're going to use it to support Tamid HaChachamim. Now, If let's say people gave money to a, to a shul, you're allowed to use that money to give tzedakah as long as you pay it back. But once items were purchased with it, then you cannot switch it. So, I don't know, Ulai, 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 uh, he borrowed against it. In other words, he used other money to uh, build the base Hamikdash, and that money he used for the Aniyam. You could swap the money as long as nothing's bought with it. But I don't know. Now, let's go back to the fate of David Amalch. The Gemara in Shabbos says that David on his last day was Shabbos and he spent the whole day learning, but then the Satan made a racket, so David went to the back door, he climbed up the ladder. And Salak Bedarga, Ivchis Darga, the latter gave way. Now, although we are not entitled to say that David suffered this fate for any reason, because we cannot attribute any deficiency to our Aves Hakdoshim, nevertheless, Chazal have already identified in the Yalkut Shemoni that David was criticized for not giving tzedakah, and that's why he was not Zoycha to build the Beis Hamikdash. So said Rabbi Bernstein that. It's quite compelling then if Chazal have found this very minuscule, albeit a deficiency in David's giving of tzedakah, it's quite illuminating that in fact David suffered the fate of what, 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 what occurred to Rapapa of Ifchis Darga as the Gra reveals the trap on the words Pasa Yachtiftach is Darga severe. So if we could humbly add two things. I saw in the Sefer Vishalal La Yachzar, on Parsha Shoftim, page Reish Yod Gimel, where it says that a king should have a Sefer Torah. The Haisa Imai, he should have it with him. The Karabai Kol Chayav, and he should read it all the days of his life. Leman Yomad Liyira, so he could learn to fear Hashem. Leman Yarech Yomim, so he could live long. Amam Lachtai, and he quotes the Gemara in Shabbos that in fact David HaMelech was going to use this Gemara to lengthen his days as he knew he was going to die on Shabbos and he spent the whole Shabbos learning. Says HaGoyin HaMufla Rabbi Yaakov Levi that uh, the trap on the words Yomim HaMamlachtai Dargo Severe Here's the Remez the king should have with him the Sefer Torah all the days of his life, and he should learn without Hefzik Yom and Velayla to live long, because then the Man Chamavas can't get him. But when the time comes, Darga severe, sometimes the step could fall beneath him, and he'll stop learning, and then the Malach Hamavas could get him. So this Pasuk is also a remez to David HaMelech, who spent his all, all his day learning. He was Karabai Kol Yemei Chayav, but the trap on those words are and that also what occurred to David was Dargo severe. So I, can't, I couldn't help but think as follows. There is a Pasuk in Tanakh, in Tehillim specifically, that talks about 
the foot giving way. Imamarti, imamarti, mataragli. If I said, David says, if I thought, mataragli, my foot was going to cave in, chastacha Hashem yisadini. The kindness of Hashem would support me. And in light of what we learned, I believe we can interpret the Pasuk as follows. The Medrash tells us, and the Chafetz Chaim quotes it in the Sefer Avas Chesed. The Medrash says, Come and see the strength of those who give charity and perform kindness. That they will take refuge not in the wings of a cherub, and not in the wings of the sun, and not in the wings of the morning star, but in the wings of God Himself. Anyone who does tzedakah of a chesed will take refuge in the wings of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Himself. Shenemar, mayokar, chazdecha Elohim. How dear, how beloved is your kindness, Hashem. So the Chavetz Chaim asks, I don't understand. We're saying that people who do kindness, they will be protected by the wings of the Shekhinah. Mayokar chazdecha Elohim, the Pasuk is saying, how great is your kindness, Hashem, that people take refuge in your shelter. How can we learn from there that great, how great are people's kindness that they take refuge in your shelter? The Pasuk says, God, how great is your kindness? Says the Chavetz Chaim, the way you read the Pasuk is, how great is your kindness, Hashem? But when is Hashem's kindness aroused? Hashem's kindness is aroused, midah keneged midah, when people are acting and are goymal chasadim one to another. Mayakar, how precious it is. When people are ma'oyrer, your kindness, Hashem, when they do chesed. Mayakar chasdecha Elohim. Your kindness, Hashem, is a reference to people's kindness, because people, people only arouse your kindness when they are going malchasodim. How precious it is when people do kindness and arouse your kindness. Likewise, we interpret as follows. David says, when I thought my foot would cave in, when, when does one's foot chazom cave in? If they are not posayach tiftach. But when does Hashem support our feet? Chastecha Hashem Yisadini. Your kindness Hashem, which is aroused and evident when I do chesed, that is what sustains me. So to ensure that we remain standing with security and with assurance and with bitachon, to ensure that our raglayim are not mata. We say, Marti mata ragli, what gives our feet stability is chastacha Hashem. When we arouse the chesed of Hashem through our kindness, Yisadini, that is what supports us. And this is alluded to in merely the trap itself. It's an amazing thing. You know, the, uh, the gedolim were familiar not only with... Uh, the words of Tanakh, but with the trap as well. The story goes that Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky had cracked the secret of the trap. Which means that not only did he know all the psukim of Tanakh, and not only did he know the trap and all the psukim of Tanakh, he understood the meaning 
of and the significance of a particular trupe. In fact, he once gave a shear that whenever you find Munach Zarka Munach it means a certain thing. And Rav Moshe heard about this principle that Rav Yaakov said. And he asked, but in Daniel there's a Munach Zarka Munach Sego and it doesn't mean that. And Rav Yaakov uh, wrote back or sent back, I heard this from Rabbi Saul Reisman, that Rav Moshe, very nice, you know, the trap on Daniel, but what about the Minchashai? The Minchashai changes the trap on those words to a different trap. So here you see that Gedolei Yisrael, Gedolei Apoiskim, they were familiar with every nuance and every detail. I'll just end off with one question on last week's parsha. some food for thought. We know that whenever you have a patach, like Mardechai, you know, in Megillah it's always Mardechai, unless it's at an Asnachta or a Soif Pasuk, Mardechai. There happens to be one exception to that. Vayagidila, Mardechai, yes, Devreyes, there. There it's a, it's a, a Zakev Katan. In Parshas Ekev, I'll just end off with one question. It says, Eretz Nachale Moyim. Huh? It should be Mayim. It's not a Snachta. It's not a Soif Pasuk. It's a Zakev Katan. And there's already an Asnachta in that Pasuk. So, and this is a question of Yaakov Kamenetsky deals with, but we see that every detail of Torah is laden with so much meaning. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu give us insight. May be Megala Einenu Vehabitu Neflois Mitairasai. Thanks everyone for, for listening. Have a great day. Call to... Thank you very much. Call to... Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Be well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.